everybody, this is Amber, and you're listening to The Sky is Falling. I'm here with Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Amber. How's it going with you? Ryan, you cannot do the podcast with a mask on. Are you sure? It's like, I think I started um, the quarantine. No, is that not I, correct? There's no coronavirus in here. You're clear. Take the mask off. It's going to get really annoying. Uh, okay, does that sound a little bit That's better? a little bit better. Breathing this unfiltered air is making giving me a lot more anxiety than usual. <laughs> and you already have like quite a lot. I was already at 100, now I'm at 111. Oh God, I don't know if I can take that. We're just going to have to see if we get through this one episode. And yeah, I think if we make it through this one, we'll just take it you know, a day at a time. Well, this is episode two. Episode two, yeah. So we kept it going so far. The first episode we have so far had 27 listeners. Hey, you know what? That's pretty good. Each one of them, think about if there was exponential growth. Yeah, if 27 people told 27 people and so on and so forth. We would infect the entire planet. (laughs) That's the plan. We're the new coronavirus. Are you tired of hearing about the coronavirus? (sighs) I mean, I am. (laughs) I feel like there's nothing else to talk about, though. Yesterday, there was a lot of developments, especially in our area. Our particular state's governor issued a lengthy uh, statement, and um, one of the main things that he did was close public schools for the next month. I'm going to have to avoid corona out for now, (laughs) and so I can stay tuned into this because, yeah, the schools are closed. What are people going to do that have jobs? And there was no notice. It was basically... Yesterday afternoon, like hours, a couple hours before you had to go pick up your kid from school, it was like, guess what? They can't come back for a month. <laughs> guess what? You don't have a job anymore. Guess what? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of scary. Um, this morning, I read that the local libraries are closing, so you can't even bring your kid to the library. You now. can't dump them off there anymore. No, you can't. And people do that. Yeah, no, there's no. I, I'm assuming the next thing to go is daycares. Has to be. I mean, what are people going to do? I'm lucky enough to have someone that can be with my kid and he's also old enough that he could be by himself if he needed to but there are lots of people out there that have small children and they have no one to watch their kid financially it's a huge blow well it's interesting because this is sort of a case study on what would society look like if it was rearranged entirely differently right and it's like uh it's happening right now there's no no like warm-up period it's, it's just here go for it let's see what happens yeah there was um yesterday i was making the rounds bill gates did this ted talk like four years ago and the whole thing was about like we are not ready for this for this specific scenario he kind of predicted like the, the, a virus is going to bring us to our knees because the world in the united states is just completely unprepared and guess what he's right well, a story just came out of the, in the Netherlands. Most of the patients that are on ventilators are under 50. So hey. the whole story about how it's only an old people disease might not be true. I don't think that they're saying it's an old people disease. I think they're saying that if you're over the age of 60, your chances of it affecting you pretty terribly are, are increased dramatically. But I mean, there's wasn't there cases in Washington of someone that died that was in their 20s? Um, I don't know if it was someone that in Washington that died, but there were the first patient in Washington was 35. Right. He recovered, but they only because they used uh, a trial drug that was meant for HIV. That's right. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. Well, I really hope I don't get that. Well, um, I feel like our chances are kind of low because of the area we live in. It's not densely populated. 
and currently there are no cases in our general area. Reported. Reported cases in our general area. I did a little social experiment yesterday. I was dropping a package off at the FedEx location. So I went wearing safety goggles, an N95 mask, and a single rubber glove. Just and, a single glove. Well, I didn't want to waste you my gloves. Find the other one. I have okay. I have a whole box. Oh, okay. I see. You wanted to like cause a panic, but you didn't want to waste your gloves. I see. No, I didn't want to cause a panic. I just wanted to see. Yeah, that's when, how you cause a panic. But when it comes down to it, I'm gonna have to do this because I have to oh. drop packages off at FedEx as part of my business. So what yeah, am I gonna well, do? I don't. I don't feel that was probably unnecessary how was how did people react uh there weren't too many people in there the employee <laughs> tried to play it cool but the customer <laughs> was giving me the major side eye i would have probably given you more than side eye you would have said something i don't know if i would have said no i pro- honestly probably wouldn't have said anything but i would have taken a picture of you and posted it i probably would have sent it to you if it wasn't you I, if i just seen some weirdo uh, i've been like i gotta send this to ryan but then it would have actually been you so i had to send this i'd try to find another friend to send it to Oh, you, well, That'd you be want, difficult. they're all going to be in. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know how I should feel about that. <laughs> well, you know, take it positively. Okay. Or yeah. I'm just like, I'm just the only one you can find, it sounds like. I mean, you know, kind of settled. He was available. <laughs> Story of our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what else has been going on besides this crazy coronavirus? Well, well, I don't want to stay on this subject, but it's basically the only thing I've been worrying about. Oh, so, gosh. but but this is a little bit different. Okay. I was going to the grocery store, the Kroger. Okay. Two nights ago. Oh, to stock up. Yeah, because I figured, <laughs> okay, there was that Trump speech. It's like, all right, it's time for me. the The run is going to happen. I can tell. Right. And I had already been stocking up for months. Oh, you were like Weeks. that dude from last week, like with the toilet tissue up his nose like you were way in advance oh yeah we're in the same club we hang out (laughs) on the corner right you know i i had been tapping into my supply a little bit because i had already been distancing a little bit yeah so i wanted to go replenish i mean in general you are kind of a recluse yeah i'm I'm upping the percentage at least 30 percent at least (laughs) it's going to be a hundred percent i'm surprised you still let me in the door well i was thinking about that and what we're going to do is we're going to set up a a key yeah we're gonna set up a microphone outside. <laughs> oh, okay. We for just you. like just touch touch hands through the window. Yeah, it'll be sort of like one of those prison. Uh, oh yeah, that could work. Interview probably. scenes. Yeah. Where you're gonna pick up a phone and all of a phone. <laughs> it'll be like that. The quality will be great. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be prison quality. <laughs> so you went to the Kroger. Oh yeah, I went to the Kroger, and um, it was you know it was demolished. Even then, really, um, it's probably worse now. I haven't been back to a grocery store since then. I haven't. I haven't gone. But there were other maniacs in line with carts full of like somebody buying the sixty pack of eggs. That's insane. Yeah. You don't you don't even like eggs, lady. I got the sixty pack too though. Did I was you? I was noticing how we both had the same pack. Uh, that's too many eggs. Well, they had a lot of like Diet Coke. It was like I feel like your priorities are misplaced. <laughs> good on the eggs, but the Diet Coke you probably could well, have done. You have that caffeine fix. That's a good point. And you you know what? I didn't get enough coffee. But this story isn't really about my experience at the grocery store it was on the way home what happened i was driving down the street on the way back to my bunker so what time was this this was midnight oh wow because i wanted to go late oh so you were trying to avoid the crowd and even then there were a lot of people there that's insane okay i think it's a 24-hour store but i was on the way back Mm -hmm. down the street to my bunker so to speak secret Uh undisclosed location yeah and out of the corner of my eye think i see like an old lady face down on us on the sidewalk oh no it's like you know the houses are maybe 
20 feet away from the sidewalk. So this is just like that a little neighborhood. Little neighborhood, That you were yeah. passing through. I was okay. passing through a neighborhood. And she was on the sidewalk. It was, she was like on her steps up to oh. her porch on the sidewalk, kind of face down. Okay. So, okay. I, you know, there was this split second moment. It's like, do I ignore this situation? Is, <laughs> is this, this my, my problem? problem? <laughs> yeah. Like, what responsibility do I have as a member right. of society? Do I just go home and unpack my toilet paper or? <laughs> no, I already got the toilet paper. Oh, okay, Don't worry. Okay. I've got a whole closet full of that stuff. That's that's gold. I might need to buy some from you. Oh yeah, twenty dollars a roll. Oh shit. Okay. Um, so you saw the lady. So did you turn around? I turned around. Oh okay. I I, I Good really. Samaritan. I had to. Well yeah, you had to. I had to, and so I go around and I pull over, and I'm like, hey, uh, you okay? <laughs> Would you roll down the window? I rolled down the window. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, hey, you okay? And she was remarkably alive oh good and she said oh i just fell in a pothole <laughs> in a pothole i fell up in a pothole down oh, there in the yard and i crawled over here and i can't get up oh, it sounded no. just like that so i i'm thinking first thing i think is this is some kind of a trap oh know? like a dude's waiting around the corner <laughs> yeah like her grandson <laughs> is like all right grandma like you walk you walk up and then like he bum rushes you and takes whatever's in your wallet exactly i had two hundred dollars oh so you were like the high target i was a i was a top mark Damn. in my pocket and they knew it you knew it they, saw, <laughs> they probably knew it yeah they saw the, the you had bunker that jaunty vehicle. walk Somebody with two hundred dollars. Oh, this guy's in got cash. Yeah, I always walk a little bit taller. Yeah, this guy's seven <laughs> feet. Right. I was pretty freaked out, and I was looking right. looking around me. You know, I, I approached the old lady. Yeah, and this was late. Midnight. Said midnight. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I approached the old lady, and I say, "Okay, um, okay, I'm going to help." And are you sure you don't want me to call somebody? She's like, "No, no." Just yeah, I think me. personally, I would have called 911. I should have done that. Maybe, yeah. So she just wanted you to help her up. She just wanted, she didn't want to call the cops. She just she just needed help to get <laughs> that up. That seems like a liability. I don't know. I, I was worried about that. <laughs> yeah. So then I, I'm i like, okay, well, where do you want me to do it? Because I don't want to get Weinstein, oh, you know? Oh, you were going to Weinstein her and like grab her by the I don't know. I don't, by the bottom. No, I just, I, you know, you, when you try to pick somebody up, you, you don't gotta, have to bear hug them. You got to get close you gotta to get them. You got to get up in there. There's no way you can't. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll drop them and injure them. Eey. Honestly, I'm thinking about this. I shouldn't have even stopped. You t- <laughs> Too late. I know. So I, 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 I'm like, okay, where do you want me to do it? And she's like, just grab me here and here and just lift. So I said, so like in her general rib chest area. Yes. Oh, no. So yeah, I give that's her, definitely wine I, I, I lean down and I give her like a bear hug. Mm. and I lift her up yeah and I kind of like didn't do it aggressively enough and I kind of dropped her a little bit <laughs> that's not good no so I'm like oh hold on I didn't do it right let me try oh, again poor thing. Like, hold on here we go poor lady. she was wearing like a back brace <gasps> oh she, she was already like messed up yeah she was messed <laughs> up poor thing so I got her up on the railing yeah I lifted her like, oh she was heavy too you know I, oh, I put yeah. her up on the railing just like that dead weight yeah and then so she, now she's on the porch. She's of her house. standing. She's on the she's on the landing. on the steps. Okay. And she's on the handrail. And I'm like, well, <laughs> do you want me to open the door for you? Yeah. So I open the door for her, and I'm like, okay, good night, and I run away. <laughs> okay. What did she say? She's like, oh, thank you. Oh my thank god. Thank you, baby. I wonder how long she had been there. She said she was there for a while, like an hour. People die like that. That's how old people die, is they fall, and there's no one there to help them. Well, the minute I'm leaving, her neighbor pops out onto his porch uh-huh. like a young dude. 
And at midnight. I'm thinking, yeah, and I'm thinking he was watching the whole scene. Oh, he just didn't want to get involved. <laughs> waiting for somebody else to come rescue her. Oh my like, God. how is this my responsibility? He's like, I've been trying to get in that house for a while now. <laughs> just waiting for that rent to open up. Jeez. Yeah. So that, but then the minute I get back into the car, I realize, wait a minute, I'm on Wuhan quarantine, <laughs> and you I just, just rubbed it all over. I just slathered myself in hand sanitizer. <laughs> And this old lady is definitely over 60, so you probably gave it to her. You think I have it? Oh, my God. I mean, she seemed pretty clean, but who knows, you know? I mean, it sounds like you really got all up in there. I did. Yikes. That's how people die, though. They fall, and they, like, have no one there. And especially, like, old people, they're vulnerable, especially if they live alone. What if something happens? They fall. There's a fire. Like, there's just all kinds of things that can happen. A fire. That that makes me think about the, something that just happened. There was It was last couple of weeks was the anniversary of the station night called fire. Oh. Do you remember that? I do. That has to be probably in my top ten of disasters. You, you qualify know? that as a disaster? I mean, you know, like over 100 people died, so... Yeah, it's definitely a disaster. It, a disaster. it was like a, like a horrible thing. It wasn't just like a disease. I mean, it was like a, just like this terrible, like it's a concert and there's people trying to go to a show and then they die and there's this terrible 80s rock band. And it's just like, it has a lot of uh, drama to that story. And then there's the video. I think the video is what makes it. I mean, that is the most haunting. The video is terrifying. Terrifying video. Google it. Just pause this. Google it. It's a uh, station nightclub fire, and yeah, it's haunting. You have someone inside the club, the station, yeah, this nightclub, right? It's in Rhode Island, and Warwick. Yeah, and so they, they have this band, the Great White, and they're playing, and it's packed, packed. Like all these people are just like all for it, and someone is recording, and they start playing the song, and there's pyrotechnics that go off on the side of the stage. And almost instantly, everything just catches fire. The foam insulation around the stage just goes up immediately. And the person filming, they kind of realized it pretty quickly as well. There was a TV news reporter that yeah. was filming the whole show. Right. And I think that that person was on it. Like, they were like, oh, crap. Like, this is not good. Because immediately, they start to turn. A lot of people in the crowd thought it was just part of the show. It's like all these crazy fireworks. But no, it was like an actual fire, and it took off completely, just unexpectedly fast. And you have people just stampeding out. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible event. The scariest thing for me is like, you just see the human, the 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 human nature is to flee. Right. The fight or flight response. You're not thinking in that case. No. So no, you have people. You sort of like the person next to you starts to panic. So you start to panic and you may not have even seen the fire. You're in the back of the room drinking and talking to a friend, uh -huh. but all of a sudden you realize that people are running. Yeah. So you start running. You have no idea or sense of what's going on, which makes it so much more dangerous because you don't have a clear plan of what you're trying to do. And the place wasn't designed well. No. And so the exits weren't clear. No, there was apparently four exits in the building. I think two of them were like towards the back where like only for you know, the, like the, for the, the load the in and, and the band, yeah. you know, but so there's four exits, but most people, which that's another reason that it kind of went terribly. There's a lot of reasons that it went 
as bad as it did. But um, I think it was zoned for 400 people. And there was like 460-ish people. So it was overcrowded. So it was over, already overcrowded. And that seems like too many people right. to begin with in a place of that size. Yeah. And then you have, so the foam that caught fire, it immediately releases like opaque, dark, acrid smoke that is already deadly because it's releasing, you know, all these chemicals and everything. The smoke is gets dark. It gets super dark in there really, really fast. And so people are just running and they start going towards where they came in, this main exit. Well, it's around like a corner. And so people start to bottleneck. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets real bad. The person filming manages to get outside. Yeah, he comes out like like a side door, like a window. Right. He gets outside and he starts kind of running from one side of the building to the other. Mm-hmm. He got out pretty quick. He got out pretty quick. Because I think, like I said, he was one of the first that realized like, oh shit, like this is like for real. Yeah. Like this isn't part of the show. And so at one point in the video, he walks past the entrance and you just see people like lumber just packed oh just piled on top of each other stacked up like lumber and they were stuck you couldn't move and that's i mean i think like the majority of people that died like i said 100 people died the majority of people that died were in that entrance area crowding the 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 crush of people trying to escape people trying to escape and then the people behind them they are running to a wall of people there's nowhere else to go you turn around and it's just dark, black, dangerous smoke. Oh, that, that, and that, that's Terrible. the creepiest thing about the video to me is that the people outside were trying to help them, but they were powerless to help. You couldn't. And you can hear the They were like, trying to sounds. pull people, but it was, I mean, it was just like a, a plug. It was wedged. The people were wedged in. They were in. wedged. It was, it's awful. I mean, it's the kind of video where like you can still watch it because it's not like you're watching. I mean, you are watching people die. But you're not watching people like burn to death. But you're seeing people stuck. And those people that were stuck definitely die. It was a terrible disaster. I would definitely say that that ranks up there as like a worst case scenario. Like of all the things that went wrong, did. So how do you, as somebody who might go to something like this, how do you avoid that situation from happening to you? So yeah, I mean, I like to go to shows even at my advanced age, (laughs) but I don't go to shows where there are that many people. I have in the past, I mean, I've been to like arena tours Mm -hmm. and you have uh, thousands of people. Um, If something had gone wrong there, then... I don't know. <laughs> well, a lot of those places are designed yeah, for mass Yeah, I mean, they're like exodus. an actual arena, you yeah. know. Um, but I will say that the majority of the shows that I go to and have gone to since the bands that I typically like play to smaller audiences, they're these rinky-dinky little clubs. And there's typically like one exit. Like, you know, you enter through one and there's probably one in the back for the band. So if something had gone wrong, then yeah, it would have been pretty hairy. I once went to, um, in Philadelphia, they have the Trocadero, which is this uh, like 1800s burlesque theater that now oh, is nice. a, was a concert venue. I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. But um, that that's kind of like that, where yeah. it was this old thing, and there was right. like one exit, and it was clearly very flammable. Yeah. And if something went down there, yeah, like you're man, dead. You're, you're done. Dead. But there's a lot of accounts of, of things like this happening where, I mean, that wasn't even the deadliest nightclub fire <laughs> ever. You know, like it's... There's plenty of little venues and bars and, and things like that that just things happen like fires or stampedes and people just die by the hundreds. 
Well, um, that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the coronavirus. <laughs> it's a lot more uplifting. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just, I, I like to think about these kind of things. And, you know, that's kind of the reason I dwell on this kind of stuff is right. because I want to know how do I just stay away from situations like that? How do I avoid well that get, getting caught in that human nature? Like if you start to see a crowd develop. Right. You should go away from that crowd. Well, I mean, especially nowadays, I'm kind of sketchy about crowds because of shootings. Yeah. Because, like, they happen at, you know, movie theaters. They happen at uh, festivals. Um, you know, just, just anywhere. <laughs> they, I mean, they literally, Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it's, you kind of have to choose and pick. Any of those controlled access points right. where you're corralled into a certain space. Yes is is should, should be avoided yeah like um in las vegas there was the the maniac with the gun that shot up the country music yeah like that music concert. festival yeah. yeah i mean and, and all the people and there killed, were i mean just mowed people down it was like a lot of people in one small area and just should that just should never happen they were in a pin i mean basically like in a in a pinned in yard fish in a barrel hey i mean but you know there's a lot of conspiracy theories about that too oh really oh yeah because this dude, you know, he's like a specter. Like, he had no past. You know, like, this yeah. dude that did it, they're like, this guy, they just made I mean, if you were to make somebody up, this is the guy you would make up. Wow. Do you think that's the case? I watch too many case? documentaries. Or is he just a weirdo? I mean, I feel like there's plenty of weirdos out there that are just waiting for their chance to, like, go crazy. Like a Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. I mean, he was, like, a smart dude. He had a lot. I mean, he had a lot going on. He had a lot going on, <laughs> but he just kind of like, you know. Well, Ted, Ted Kaczynski was part of the MK Ultra experiments. Was he? Yeah. So I don't he, know if I knew that. He, they were they were messing with his brain for a long time. Oh, so they were like setting him up for it. Yeah, but then he listened to some of the interviews uh, <laughs> from the recordings of that, right. and it's like this is what made this dude crazy. I don't know. <laughs> he was crazy to begin with. I think he might have been off to begin with. Oh, okay. It was just like he was getting insulted oh, yeah. by other fellow classmates. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, and typically like these, these crazies, they have like these complexes where they feel like they're better or smarter. And if someone challenges that, it is like. So you're not going to read my manifesto? <laughs> I've read it and the FBI should be here any minute. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, man. I should have saved it for later. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I need to get on that Netflix like documentary about it. So I was like, I gotta be the one to turn you in and get that good segment. Have you been secretly? I've been watching the pharmacist. I watched that. Oh man, that's the guy I want to see track down the coronavirus. Yeah, put him on it. <laughs> yeah. That's on Netflix, and it's like uh, it's, it's so about good. this New Orleans pharmacist, and he goes through basically the whole New Orleans drug ec- epidemic. But yeah. it, it really has applications universally. But uh, yeah, yeah. But he started recording his life. Everything. Like, like as though he was planning for this <laughs> in a weird way. Yeah, that dude, uh, he's definitely got a little bit of an issue because nobody does that. Nobody, like, carries around a recorder and records, like, eight hours at their job. No, that's weird, right? That's a little weird. But I would it, never do that. But he has all this great source material for this documentary. If he didn't do any of that, <laughs> he was would building be, up to it. Would, it would just be like stock photos, like Ken Burnsing on the screen. It'd be nothing. Yeah, I mean that's what makes the documentary so compelling is that you have uh, hours upon hours of video of him driving past these places every single day, and then he's also has 
recordings, audio recordings of every conversation that matters. It's incredible. If there's no second hand. It's like first hand. You hear people. <laughs> right. Like, oh, how did he get that? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, wait, yeah, is this a, re- a recreation? No, this is the real deal. Yeah. So like, that's what I think I you're doing with me is yeah. you, you're starting to get some of that primary source material. So in Can 20 years. Can you speak more into my phone? Oh, it's over here? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I need much more source material. And you have hidden cameras, right? Yeah, I'm wearing one right now. Oh. Guess where it is? <laughs> in my glasses, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's in that giant boutonniere you're wearing. <laughs> I thought that was weird. <laughs> you thought it was one of those joke ones that like sprays water? I was waiting for it. It's just a hidden camera, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you didn't notice the little glassy lens? I thought it was just a decoration. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's like a brooch. Yeah. <laughs> a fancy brooch. <laughs> just for a casual Saturday. Well, I'm sorry I broached the subject. Oh, God. That needs to be edited. <laughs> No, we're leaving that in. We don't edit this. No. This is raw and unedited. Yeah. This is the real deal. Well, I mean, besides, you know, the coronavirus and the station nightclub fire, what else is there to talk about? Um, well, honestly, um, the, the coronavirus situation is really dominating my mind. Yeah. And I'm starting to wonder, am I a victim of, like, uh, the media propaganda? Am I, like... In a, in a news bubble, as though the Fox well, News right-wing news bubble might be? Am I in a corona bubble? I mean, this is the same sort of, you know, thought process I had the last time we recorded, is that I don't understand that, oh, it's a bubble, it's it's a conspiracy, it's, you know, I, no one's benefiting from this. Everybody's like, everything sucks. Disney World's closed. <laughs> it's just like, no, there's no good coming out of this. So what are, who is gaining what? That's I what I don't understand. I don't see the upside. I mean, in I Louisiana, they've postponed. Louisiana was the first state to announce they're postponing an election. Yes. Which now, is the presidential see, primary. That sucks. You know, and they're like, oh, it's going to affect certain groups of people. But um, I think that that could happen in other states, too, probably. Well, you know, anytime I've I've gone to vote, at least at my local polling place, all of the poll workers are all pretty old. Oh, they're super old. Yeah. They're all eating like they always bring like a potluck of shared food. Yeah, at, at, at my polling place, anyways. They always have like lasagna. They're just like eating all day out of like shared dishes. It's a huge like uh, petri dish. It's a petri dish. Yes. I know. So. She's like eating a donut. She's like, "You want a sticker?" And I'm like, "Oh man, I, I do want the sticker, but I don't want your glazed hands on it." We're all glazed now. <laughs> With that coronavirus. We're corona glazed. Oh, goodness. So it makes sense to me, though, that they would do that. But it is kind of scary when you start hearing about suspending elections. But it does make sense because... You think Trump's going to try to suspend (laughs) the Well, I don't know. I mean, some polling places are in nursing homes. Yeah, yeah. So they might do that. I mean, that would be terrifying if they did that, but they might do that. And and it's justifiable. Yeah. So that's where people are really going to start pushing the conspiracy thing, like... Especially as control Trump measures. Was Trump really going to try? Was Trump really trying to downplay this so that it did blow up? That he could postpone the election? I mean, you know, this is all BS. I doubt that that's actually what's happening, but that's all people think. Well, there's also opportunists though that see the situation and say, "Aha!" Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. They can't. Can, they, you know, there's nothing anybody can say about this because it does make sense. It is a good idea to do that. Yeah. We would have to roll out some sort of online voting immediately. <laughs> 
speaking of like people taking advantage, like one of the local utility companies here, they announced a couple of days ago that they were no longer going to cut anybody's, you know, power off. Oh no. And they were going to like discontinue late fees for right now. And I saw several people on social media who were like, not paying that bill this month. <laughs> oh no. Well, like, you're going to oh, have to wow. pay it eventually, right? It. Like they're not erasing that bill. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're not cutting it off this month, but you're next just stacking month. up. You're just stacking up. Dude. That and that gets ugly. They're like, oh, I'm not gonna go pay my utility bill. I'm gonna go stock up on Purell. I don't know. Too late. It's too late. There's no more. Just rub your hands in some dirt. That's what works for me. I got my nails done earlier, and they oh had my a God. huge bottle. And you came here. <laughs> they were all wearing masks. Were you? No. No, it's not. Oh my God. They had a huge bottle of Purell. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I made sure to take advantage of that. You took it? It's currently in my car. That was a smart move. <laughs> you could resell that. I was like, I'm tipping you, and this is my tip. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I, I don't think they had it there. Not yet. Not yet. You gave it to them. <laughs> I brought it in. Thanks. And then I went to the Starbucks. <gasps> oh, my. That's even worse. <laughs> and I never go. But I was like, you know what? I really am trying to get this thing. I think I think it. I think this uh, coronavirus makes you want to go get it. It's like toxoplasmosis. You ever hear of toxoplasmosis? I've heard of it. That's a disease that um, it's like uh, uh, cats. Oh, All right. yeah. Let me explain this. Sorry. I'm not doing a good job. <laughs> Ryan's not. He might have the coronavirus. He's not operating. I think I have toxoplasmosis. Oh, okay. So rats get this disease from cats, and it makes them want to come closer to the cat. Okay. It like it removes their instinct of fear. Oh, so it's like the cat can trap the rat because now the 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 rat is no longer scared. Yeah, and somehow this virus is toxoplasmosis a virus or a bacteria? It sounds like it would be a bacteria. It's a bacteria. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's a bacteria. (laughs) So I'm it, not a scientist, but... Wait, you're not a scientist? I mean, <laughs> for the purpose of this podcast, yes, just call me doctor. Okay, yeah. Dr. Amber, right. toxoplasmosis expert. Yeah. So anyway, it, it, it causes, it propagates itself yeah. by, by creating a cycle in cats and rats. Oh. And humans can get it too. And then we become unscared of cats. Well, one of the theories is, well, no, I think I definitely have it because I'll have to get my face <laughs> all up in there. You love a cat, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, let me, just, oh, let me just rub that on my he face. He loves that Steve. But yeah. the theory is that it might cause um, humans to lose some sort of a fear instinct as well. Like our fear receptors are dead. Yeah, like, like somehow it makes you make more rash decisions <gasps> and things like that. Like in that movie that M. Night Shyamalan did where... Like the the leaves release uh, these like uh, I don't know chemicals, and then uh, humans start doing things to harm themselves, like commit suicide. Yeah, it's like that, except it's just like motorcycles, like oh. ride ride of a motorcycle. Well, that would be a suicide. Yeah, <laughs> tip around here, for me. people are on their phones, <laughs> yeah. like dreaming. And all those potholes. Yeah. Old ladies falling into. I fell into a pothole. <laughs> I thought that was a weird. Like, what, there's a pothole in your yard. Like, Did what? you see one, or was no? she? That, you got tricked. Do you think she just wanted me to pick her up? There's going to be a cop here any minute talking about, did you sexually harass this old lady? <laughs> no, I, and I was scared about that because I, I really should have had a witness. Oh, you were alone. I was alone. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you're definitely like gonna be in a lineup. I could be a character witness. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. You've only Weinstein me like three or four times. No. 
Okay, okay. I'll, I'll be a good. I'll be a good character witness. I'll say you never Weinstein me. Thank you. That I was aware of. Oh no, that's <laughs> called being Cosby. Oh, okay, okay. You see, I was just using the wrong celebrity. Yeah, that's Cosby that does right. that. <laughs> Is that why you're always trying to get me like take a sip of water? No, I just think it's important to be hydrated. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I appreciate your concern. Now, um, here, try this. <laughs> Wait, I turned my back. Did you put something in my Starbucks? No, drink? it's just um, just some flavoring. There's like some like white crushed up powder on top. It's just some uh, some co- mocha powder, some, some coronavirus <laughs> some vaccine that I'm testing out. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> well, I need you to call nine one one. Don't try to pull me up by my ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try. That was a weird day. That sounds like I, I, that's an interesting story. But you know, you did the right thing. You help that old lady because she definitely would have like died on that sidewalk. I saved the life. You did. You're I, a hero. And this makes up makes up for the homeless guy that I killed that time. <laughs> Which one? Because um, it only counts for one. Just one for one. Save yeah, the, one. just the one guy. Yeah. Okay, okay. It wasn't on purpose. So here's what happened. I was walking down the street and I found a bottle of, uh, it was like a bottle of uh, tequila oh. that somebody threw out. Oh, like a like a full bottle. Full bottle. Yeah, oh. they like cleared out their house and they just threw all their stuff away. Oh, okay. Di- it didn't look like an eviction. I wouldn't try to pilfer somebody's eviction pile. Those eviction piles are always really sad. Yeah, no. This was like somebody just was like, <laughs> yeah, like you know what? I don't need any of this stuff. In it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they were just like, I just didn't want to pack this with me. Right. It was like that because it was the kind of stuff you leave behind. That's kind of like, weird. Okay. It was like a whole bunch of liquor. So I grabbed this full like bottle of. Was it unopened? Tequila. No, it was opened. Oh, Jesus. So I, was, I was thinking about this after. I was, and then this this guy always keep, was always bothering me. He was like, hey, man, can I have a dollar? Right. So I'm like, I got one. Whoa. I got three better. I got this huge bottle <laughs> of tequila. Oh, and no. I gave it to him. And I never saw him again after that. But then oh, I started to wonder. It was probably Lysol. Was that actually tequila? <laughs> That's where they kept their Lysol. Oh, <laughs> no. the same color. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't think there was any intent I was just trying to make his day a little better. Or maybe he traded up to a house. You think it's a, like a one paperclip <laughs> it's scenario? Like a paperclip thing again, yeah. He like took that, and then he got like the good bed at the shelter, and then you then know, he traded it was, that. It was for all up from there. Uh, a 1989 Buick Century. Yeah, and then he he just went about his way. So you actually helped him, probably. You didn't kill him. Well, that's good. Yeah. I feel better. So now yeah. not only have I not killed, I've also saved a life. So you're actually like up one. So now you can kill somebody and not even feel bad about it. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Do you have anybody in mind? Um, well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. I think that's probably smart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think we've done a good job today. We've gone over some stuff. Definitely some stuff. Some disasters. I can't wait to. Well, that's the, the wrong way. The current one and the, 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 you know, the sad nightclub fire one. Yeah, and I was gonna say I can't wait to watch that video again. That's not really the right way to say it, but I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch that again. It's eye opening. In a somber, quiet way. Yeah. And seriously contemplate what that means. Well, I think it's, it's good to be aware of things that happen like that because yeah, you need that situational awareness. And a lot of these people did not have it. And again, it happened so quick, so it'd be hard. I mean, it's hard to judge. I don't judge them at all. I would probably panic. Yeah, me too. I'd be running for that exit. Like, and it's I'm easy not, to say, yeah. like, oh, I would have been going to, toward the stage. 
yeah, well, the stage was on fire. <laughs> so You got to run toward the flames. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. I mean, the I think the band got out through like one of the side exits, but one of the members of the band died. They did. Okay. So, yeah, pretty terrible. And there were there were lawsuits where oh yeah the band was involved. Well, the makers of the foam that was around the stage, like they got sued, I think, or wow. the, whoever installed it. It was yeah, there was like tons of tons of lawsuits. And even the TV news crew was was yeah involved. because <clears throat> they the guy they were like, why did you put the camera down? Right. Why weren't you helping people? <laughs> Jesus. But, you know, if he didn't do that, we then wouldn't we, have that video. We wouldn't know about it. We wouldn't know what happened. I mean, that footage was definitely used in court. For sure. I mean, I mean because you had a account of inside and outside the building. Well, we're not really leaving on an optimistic note. Well, that's okay. It's not yeah. called the Optimist Podcast. That's true. They've got plenty of those. The sky is falling. Yeah. This is for the other the other crew. This is for the rest of us. Yeah. The ones that are a little bit tired of all that uh, rainbows and well, puppy dogs. yeah. And we like to talk about the worst things that happen. That way we appreciate the good things that happen, right? I'm going to go outside and I'm going to have an uplifting day. Yeah. Well, me I too. promise. Me too. Or I might go watch this nightclub fire video and sulk. Oh, I was going to save that for like midnight. <laughs> go check on that old lady. I don't think I should drive down that street anymore. <laughs> probably. Not. They're probably looking for you. I think so. <laughs> okay. Well, this was fun, Ryan. All right, Amber. I'm going to put my nurse back on now. Okay, and, uh, well. I'm going to go outside and see what's going on out there. Okay. Well, uh, that's it for us. See you guys next time. Have a nice day.